0: Um, So I grew up in the 1970s, and back in the 1970s, we did not have group projects. We did not have group projects, but every single one of my kids has had to do at least one group project. By show of hands, how many of you have had to do a group project? Oh, wow. Wow. Could you, you can put your hands down. What are some of the problems about group projects. Just shout out some things. What are some problems? They argue. What? You have people that don't do the work. What are some other problems that come? People do the work poorly. They're, ooh, sometimes people are controlling. That's true. Thank you. There are, there are a lot of problems that come up. And if you've had a bad experience with a group project, you might be tempted, you might be tempted to say, you know what, I could just do a better job myself. I and and you could end up saying the line that comes out of Batman's mouth or Mr. Incredible's mouth. Remember Mr. Incredible? Buddy, I work alone. Right? How'd that work out for Mr. Incredible? Yes. Not so good. And let's not mention Batman. How many Batman has what, Robin and the Justice League and his butler and all kinds of people that are helping him out behind the scenes and so he's not really working alone anyway. So the, the Bible screams at us, the Bible screams at us, no, 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 don't try to do life alone. Don't try to do big things alone. Uh, In the very opening pages of the Bible, God makes everything and God makes a man created in his image. And what does God say? It is not good. I will make for him a helper. And it's the word used for helper is not the word that we use when when a dad brings his three-year-old daughter into the bank and the the tellers say, oh, I see you have your helper. No, the word helper in that text is the same word used of God when God rescues Israel from almost certain destruction, okay? Serious, significant help. In the book of Exodus, we have an example of People coming together, and what God can do when people work together. And it's after the Israelites leave Egypt. They're no longer slaves, and they're free. Water's kind of scarce, and food is kind of scarce, and God provides what they need on a regular consistent basis and God asks Moses to come up on a mountain and have a conversation with him and he gives the Israelites some rules to live by hey grown-ups we're studying some of those rules right now and and he also uh, gives Moses some instructions to build something he wants Moses and the Israelites to build a special tent called the tabernacle where his a part of himself will dwell in a very special way. And it'll be a, a physical kind of reminder that God is actually with them and for them and that they can count on God. And so he gives Moses detailed instructions and, and Moses, well, he doesn't know how to chisel rock. I mean, Moses was a shepherd. He doesn't know how to weave really fine fabric. I mean, that's not what he's had to do. And so the Bible says, uh, tells us in, in Exodus that God wants this built and he has very detailed instructions. And, and Moses is wondering, how is this gonna happen? Well, first of all, there's a man named Bezalel. And Bezalel is a skilled craftsman he knows how to work with materials like gold in making things, and he understands how things are put together. So uh, if you've ever been camping with someone who's never been camping before, and you ask them to set up the tent, how does that go? Right. There's, there's a, you, you have to know some things in order to really set up a tent well, and so Bezalel knows how to sculpt things and make things, and, and God had specific instructions about some pieces, a, a lampstand, and, and, and an altar and an ark and some other things, and they were very specific about how God wanted it made, and so Moses needed Bezalel to help, and it wasn't just him, it was another guy named Oholiab, Oholiab, also a skilled craftsmen at making all the important items that went into the tabernacle and it wasn't just these two men but it was a lot of people see the people in the foreground see they needed gold to melt down to make these objects and there were just ordinary moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and they said well I've, I've got a bracelet or I've got some earrings, or I've got a necklace here. You can you can have that to add that to what's getting melted down to make these things for God's special place, the tabernacle. And so everybody contributed something. Some people gave money, some people gave gold, some people gave fabric, and, and everybody pulled together and they built the tabernacle, this special place where a part of God would dwell in a very special way. And... When it was all done, it was quite the amazing feat. Um, the fabric along the edges, and the tent poles, and the actual tabernacle itself, with the with the uh, ark of the covenant, the, the bread of the table, the lampstand, and then it had a, a a basin in the front, and so it it had fabric and the number of coverings along the top that covered this, and and it was. Generations, you're going to love this. Guess what? It was portable. It was portable. It could go anywhere, anywhere. And when God said, hey, we're going to a new place, guess what? They packed it all up and they took it with them, okay? This is an amazing thing. In, at the end of it all, in Exodus chapter 39, this is what the Bible tells us. So the people of Israel followed all of the Lord's instructions to Moses. Moses inspected all their work and blessed them because it had been done just as the Lord commanded him. They completed this work together. God wants us to work together. And in 2018, let me say this really, really passionately, God wants us to work together. God wants us to work together. God wants us to work together. together. This is an important thing. Um, In our community, a few years ago, uh, there's a a group of people decided that they were going to improve a playground. At Rock Fence Park, uh, there was a need because a lot of kids went there and played there. The play structure was inadequate. And so a group of people uh, that were a part of what's called Leadership Jessamine County, they got together and they worked on that project. And there was one person that kind of spearheaded everything and his first name is Justin. And, and even though Justin kind of got a, a, an award at the end of all of it saying, hey, thank you for all the hard work, he would say, well, you know what? One person wasn't enough to do that massive project. Because what they found out is that they needed equipment to prepare the site. So they had special equipment that they had to bring in to move the dirt and to prepare the foundation part. Then he had to, they needed people that would be willing to uh, donate mulch and concrete that were part of, again, the foundation things and, and things that, so that kids wouldn't get hurt when they're falling from six feet up in the air. And, and then they had, the materi- uh, they had uh, to raise money Uh, There were people like uh, Mr. Corman and and some banks that gave big sums of money. And then there were people like me and Jenny who gave just a little bit, but we gave something because we had something to give, and everybody gave something. And then they had to have a team of people to assemble it because when they ordered this play structure, it came in a box on a truck, just like Christmas. (laughs) And they came and forklifts and unloaded it and they, they needed to put it all together. And so one person wasn't enough to improve the playground at Rock Fence Park. So I just wanted to remind you and remind me and remind all of us, God wants us to work together. When I was a young man in my 20s, I lived the Batman life. I'll just do it myself. Well, I'll just, ah, I've got it covered. I'll take care of it. Not a way to live. Not a way to live. We can do so much more when we're working together.